Hey, Keegan. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. 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 Hey, yeah, man. It's, it's nice to hear from you, and uh, you know, welcome, welcome back to all of our listeners to uh, Dogs Off the Loose. Dogs Off the Loose. Preview of 2019. I uh, do got Keegan here, and uh, this is the Thursday before kickoff. And uh, I know we got some college game game day going on in Clemson, but I know Georgia fans have been really getting ready for uh, this this one to kick off. So uh, I know you're excited as I am, Keegan. It's nice to have you back, man. Hey, man, it's good to be back. It's good to be here for football season. I know we kind of fell off the map, but we're back. We're you know, we we took a couple on the chin, but we learned from it, and we're here to deliver that good dog content throughout the season. So you guys can tune in, subscribe. Just know that when you come to listen to us, we're going to bring the truth. We're going to bring some football knowledge. And we're going to bring some fun. So with that said, we got Vanderbilt coming up. How are you feeling about the game, man? How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, to be honest, um, you know, early on in the season, usually that's when a lot of teams, you know, want to get their cupcakes out of the way. Um, but, you know, for us opening at number three officially in the preseason polls um, and getting a, a SEC East team, nonetheless, on the road, I'm actually really excited um, to open up with, uh, you know, what I think is going to be a quality team, and it's at Vanderbilt as well. Um, and I, I think that's one of the best ways you can start off the season. You go in. You have practiced the last few weeks with a real goal in mind, not looking forward to the second or third game, but from the gate, from the jump, uh, I, I'm, I'm super pumped. No, no doubt, bro. I'm looking forward to this one. I, I agree, man. I, I like how Vanderbilt is kind of that intermediate between a come-up team and one of the elite. They're you know, a solid team. They have great coaches. You know, they're going to be well-prepared. They've got some star talent. And I think it's a good test early on that we can digest comfortably. As fans, it's not to say we should get comfortable, but, you know, it's it's a good sweet spot to be in. And it's not like we're playing Alabama the first game of the season. so Or and it's not like we're playing a cupcake. So it's, it's a good little test, and I think it could be a momentum builder if the players come in and do their jobs and, you know, kind of set the tone for the season. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, now, just kind of bringing it out uh, out of the off season. Uh, obviously, there have been a, a good bit of um, you, you know reports and, and articles, you know, dealing with not just our team uh, in UGA, but uh, Vandy as well. And we just want to make sure that we have a, a concise picture for again fans who may just be you know, just a casual fan or, you know, may have some friends and family who are diehard UJ fans. And then also we got, we got to have the diehard fans be able to eat off of the info that we give in our podcast. So we want to bring a healthy mix uh, of both of those. So um, Keegan, just to start, um, let's kind of, you know, wrap up, uh, do a little bit of a synopsis on what we think we're going to see out of our team, what we're excited to see, uh, and maybe what we expect just from the UGA aspect going into 2019. Well, there's been a lot of questions in the offseason. Everyone's talking about the attrition rate at wide receiver, especially. You know, a lot of the positions, we got a lot of returning players. 70% of 
So it was 60 to 70 percent of our players are returning, which is like a very high rate. You know, we've got a lot of upperclassmen this year. But we're going to be taking a big look at the wide receivers, see if guys that we've been high on, like Demetrius Robertson, can come in and make an impact early on. The thing about it is, too, is we have young stars like George Pickens and young Mr. Blaylock. They will be, you know, we're look, we got eyes on those guys, too, because we haven't really seen them in the field. So that's something to look out for as far as the receiver position. Then you, of course, have to mention we have guys, you know, number one in their respective grouping, um, Demir White at one time, number one running back coming in to the country. Um, and, you know, he's he's got a lot of potential. He's got a lot of hype, you know, but he's been dealing with these injuries. And it's just a great story of someone that's battled through adversity. And, you know, everyone's really excited to see what he can do on the field. And, you know, we have also – James Coley, who is our new offensive coordinator. And the thing about that is that, you know, a lot of the complaints, you know, if you look at the message boards and you're t- like tuned into these things like I am, you know, we've all season, we've, you know, criticism about a stale bread and butter offense last year. And, you know, there's some merit to those criticisms, but now, you know, fans are going to get what they wish for. And James Coley is the real deal. So, It'll be very interesting to see how the narrative might change and what kind of fun we'll, you know, be looking forward to seeing on the offensive side of the ball. Offense should be a treat, no doubt, dude. With, like you're saying, with Coley, um, Coley come, Coley comes back and kind of brings some consistency to our offense. Um, but, um, given what, you know, uh, people who may be fans know of Coley, Coley is, uh, he's a really explosive personality. Uh, and a lot of people expect that explosiveness to transfer directly over to the offense. Um, he used to be the wide receivers coach and you would catch little videos and snippets of him just saying, change, uh, change the game, change the game. He, he's really got a lot of swag about him. Uh, and I think that's, um, maybe the only thing negative I could say about Cheney. Uh, you know, he was, he, I felt like he really balanced our offense, but a lot of it was really cut and dry. Coley will take a right. shot vertically at you. Um, he will exploit your weaknesses over and over and over again. And really, as opposed to his time back in Miami, um, he's got the weapons to do it now. Uh, and for those right. who don't remember, um, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher was looking to hire away Coley to be his offensive coordinator. Jimbo mm. is a great offensive mind, uh, going back all the way from their time at Florida State. Um, so that really, um, you know, I think that made an impression on Kirby, and, and Kirby got it done and – Kirby has our offense looking like they're going to be uh, in a good position. Uh, and then going back to the wide receivers and Zamir. Um, now, starting with the wide receivers, we may not have as much known depth as people would like, but I think we get that quarter, the wide receiver question mark every year, it feels like. Um, even right. last year, with all the guys we had drafted, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of, a lot of people that were like, well, who's proven on Georgia's wide receiver core? So I, I, I tend not to sweat about that too much we do have demetrius robinson back like you mentioned five star we do have uh two other uh highly rated recruits uh george picken uh a five star all around by most uh sites uh, and then dominic blaylock was right there at the fringe of a high four low five uh i think that'll be one where they might have to go back and change their um opinions on that <laughs> one that kid that kid's going to stand out and then off Absolutely. of that you know tyler simmons is a vet one of our better blockers Absolutely. Kirby's pretty much penciled him in as a starter. And then we do have some other guys like Tommy Bush, uh, Matt Landers, and uh, some of these other guys who have been waiting their turn. Um, 
to show out. And no one was talking about Jeremiah Holloman before he started playing, and then when he did, he killed it. So I, let, I just say pump the brakes on, oh, Georgia has no wide receivers. Even if that is the case, our offensive line is the best in the nation, and our running backs are going to thrive. So hopping over to Zamir, um, for us, dude, if Zamir is healthy and can contribute at all this season, we are going to be in for a treat. You know, it's that simple. That's a bonus. Starting from DeAndre to Brian Harrion uh, to James Cook, um, and then and then to have Zamir maybe come in, you know, come big in the second half of the season once you know kind of the wear and tear sets in. Dude, we're deep, we're talented. Um, so other people seem to be worried. I'm just I'm just not you know of that same mindset. Yeah, I think we have all the tools in the toolbox. I think you know we have the coaches, we have the players, we got the fans. What more can you ask for? I think it's just a matter of putting all the pieces together. And this season's really our year, you guys. So it's something to be it pumped is. up about. You know, the Vegas betters are on us. The people who are looking at the bigger picture are on us. In my opinion, playing football, it always came down to who had the best people in the trenches. And this mm-hmm. year, at least on one side of the ball, we can say that we have arguably the best or number two or three, you know, we're up there in that category and we already know we have the skilled position players to back that up. So it's a winning combination. It's just a matter of seeing how it can translate on the field and Vanderbilt will be a great test and example of seeing how that translates. And speaking of Vanderbilt, what can the Bulldog Nation or off the leash dogs, gang gang, expect to see? You know, speaking of, speaking of Bandy, and I, I want to give them all the all the credit they do deserve. Um, they're not getting a whole lot of love um, as far as, you know, these guys who claim they're experts and preseason rankings and all this stuff, but we know that stuff will only matter for the next two days. Talking season is done, and it's ready to play ball. Um, now, the game's in Nashville. If any of you have not been to Nashville, uh, you're missing out. It's a beautiful city, uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful nightlife, beautiful town, and uh, it's from what they're saying – they're saying Dog Nation is going to take over again. I remember the last time I went out there, the stadium was at least, I mean, at least 60, 65% red. Uh, and it was a, a beautiful, beautiful game. The weather wasn't too great. It was light drizzle. But, um, you know, just to see our fans taking over an opposing fans stadium is a beautiful sight. Now, they're, they, they're a little thing. You know, we have our hunker down and go dogs. Uh, they, they preach this anchor down. Uh, type of thing, and, uh, you know. Me, me and Chris always joke because when we went out there, you know, they were just screaming and screaming it, and you know, we decided like, all right, well, if if y'all want to get dropped down in the water pool, then I mean, that's what we're gonna give you, and we have no problem doing that, especially with the returners <laughs> that we have on defense and the havoc rate um, that you know is looking to take a step forward this year. Um, so they can they can drop all the anchors they want to. Um, Georgia's coming with a seventy man roster. That'll really give us a good look at what, you know, our one, two, three deep is going to look like that can help us win games going into, into Vandy. So, uh, from you, Keegan, do you have any initial, you know, initial impressions off of, uh, off Vandy and what they return and potentially what they could look like under Derek Mason? Well, you know, anytime we're talking about Vanderbilt, we're talking about, you know, some creative, shifty, scheming coaching because Vanderbilt, not going to have the talent to toe up and play mono and mono strength on strength. What Vanderbilt can do is outsmart you. They can outlast you and they can out, you know, perform you in a technical standpoint. So I think you're going to see a well-coached technically sound football team. that's going to come in 
and do what they need to do against the talented Georgia team. <laughs> the problem is, is I don't think it's going to matter because unlike some of the Mark Rick days, and I sent you an article earlier kind of distinguishing the difference. You know, in 2016, Seth Emerson had posted, you know, an article stating, will Georgia be able to have a win in convincing fashion? That's what we were dealing with then, considering now we're in a different place. Now we go a long way. You know, they have their big three. They have the talented running back. What's his name? Um, running back, Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. They have the talented tight end and the talented wide receiver. Um, you'll know yeah. their names. Uh, do you have them written down? Definitely. For those who don't know, yeah, the, the big three, what they call them, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn at running back, uh, Kalijah Lipscomb coming back at wide receiver, and Jared Pinckney. And I did a little bit of homework on them. All three of them, uh, those are quality players, and they all made the preseason second team all SEC. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I've heard a lot of big hype about them. Vanderbilt's going to come, you know, come through technically coached, and, you know, they've got some star potential. But at the end of the day, Georgia's, you know, predicted to bring in about 70% of the stadium. I think they said there's going to be about 30,000 UGA fans in Nashville, which is going to be a good time for a fan base. The thing about it is, is I just don't think Vanderbilt take, has what it takes to match up. And we should win in convincing fashion. And, you know, if, if we don't, that's something to work on. And we have the space. We've got a, an easier game against Murray State for our home opener next week to line up against Notre Dame between the hedges at night. So, you know, there's a lot to look forward to. That's pretty much my take on Vanderbilt. It's pretty cut yeah. and dry and simple. But I just don't feel like there's a lot to look into with this game. It's pretty much right on the nose. No secrets. No funny business. We know what we're up against. Yeah, and you're, and you're spot on with that. They, again, just kind of uh, emphasizing these big three, they they do have some talented players on offense. Um, the only difference this year, um, they did lose their quarterback from last year. I forget the guy's name, but he was there forever. Um, but they're, they're breaking in a new quarterback, quote, unquote, uh, this year at the position. Now, from what it's looking like from most uh, Vandy beat writers and most of their pages is that they're going to end up, uh, Derek Mason hasn't uh, decided on a starter, I don't think, as of this moment, which is probably smart strategy-wise on his part. Uh, but it looks like they're going to end up going with Ball State grad transfer Riley Neal. And, um, you know, while somebody coming from Ball State doesn't scare me in the slightest, um, you know, from from most are expecting uh, Neal to win the offseason job simply because of his experience. Uh, now, their other quarterback, Wallace, does have experience in their system. Um, but if you're looking for somebody to execute your system as a, as a coordinator, um, which in Vanderbilt's case is Gary Godsky, um, you know, you want somebody who has a little bit of experience under their belt, uh, a four-year starter, you know, whether it's at a different school, which is fine. You know, somebody who has a proven track record as a pastor. Uh, and, and this is coming from... Uh, you know, some of these bandy riders that I've seen. So, and, and I concur yeah, with that. I, I think it makes sense just to put somebody who has experience taking snaps. Um, right. And you don't want to label them as a game manager, which a lot of our quarterbacks have gotten in recent years. But really to be effective, man, you got you got to get the ball to the running back. you got to be able to get it out there to the wide receiver and the tight end and just let them make plays. Um, now, with all that said, can Vandy manage to put up 21, 28 on, on our defense? If they can – 
this one may be a bit of a game. But then as soon as you switch over to the defensive side of the football, you know, all bets, all bets are off, dude. I'm, this offensive line, I cannot wait to watch the production this year. This really, in, in all seriousness, no exaggeration, may be the best offensive line we have ever had. And if that is the case, then you can get into the conversation like one of the best offensive lines ever assembled. Like that's that's where this offensive line is going. Um, and same for our defense. Our defensive line has a bunch of seniors. I expect them to step up as well. Um, Vandy should be a good test. But at the end of it, uh, I, I don't think they can put up more than 21, and I don't think they can keep us from putting up 35. So you know, if you want to cut it and dry it out just like that, uh, I'm looking at a 14 probably 21 point win however however it goes up obviously outside of turnovers anything can happen on the road but uh, with Kirby I don't expect us to have any god bless his soul Mark Mark Rick slip-ups not even early in the season not even against the SEC East opponent Mm, I like that I'm I'm gonna say prediction wise big score 56 to 10 Georgia 56-10. 56-10. I like that. I might water that down just a bit, just because I do expect a little bit of, you know, that first first game, uh, mistakes, whatever you want to call it. I'll give it a 42. I'll go 42-24. Hmm. We'll make a, yeah, make 24. a four. Yeah, okay. 42-24. That's, that's what I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. Man, well, I hope you're wrong. I hope, I hope I'm wrong too. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong too. But you know, just the first game, I think we'll tighten it up. You know, get ready with these next two weeks, um, get into get and get into Vanderbilt here in about a month or so. But first things first. Absolutely. Well, Keegan, it's nice well, to have you Peter. back, man. I know Amen. you're getting to go do some uh, college game day down there in, in Carolina. Um, I can't wait to link back up with you over here, uh, George, on the yes, Georgia sir. side, and we can really, uh, you know, put up some more videos for you guys, put up some more content. Uh, and again, we'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. Uh, just kind of see, you know, what you're feeling, what you would like us to do different this year, what we can do better this year uh, to appease against you casual fans and you diehards. And we're uh, looking forward to 2019. Yes, sir. That's right. We hey, appreciate you. Good deal. And go, dogs. Thank you all for tuning in. And we will. Be back with you after this W for sure. That's right. Go dogs. Hey, go dogs. I believe. I believe.